seat at the table with some men with confidence. And welcome to Men in Confidence Sharing, where we, the men of a certain age, share our thoughts, ideas, and opinions in confidence. And today, we are joined by the whole crew. I'm the host, Tony, and we have Terrence, Rhino, and Sean. And we're going to go one by one and say hello to everyone. Hello, Sean. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Hello, Rhino. What's good, everybody? And hello, Terrence. Greetings and salutations, peoples. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so we have a very interesting topic today. We're going to talk about male safe spaces and vulnerability. Are there enough of them? (laughs) (laughs) That laugh was like, no, they're not. So let's talk about male vulnerability. And let's talk about, do you feel safe being vulnerable? And how large of a group of people do you feel safe being vulnerable to? I was wrong. I do have something to say. So here's the deal. It's not so much who and how many people I will feel safe being vulnerable around. It's who exactly am I being vulnerable around or with. Now, obviously, if I'm in church, you know, church is church you know if God is moving and he's touched me then I'm, I'm crying you know I don't care who sees it is what it is but when it comes to something deeper like uh, some emotional issue that I'm dealing with um, I'm going to be somewhat I'm going to be somewhat concerned about who I'm being vulnerable to. So, obviously, you guys, I feel safe talking to you guys about different various things. But um, my friends and associates at work, there's certain things that I'm not going to tell them. They don't need to know. It's none of their business. Don't even worry about it. You know, out of sight is out of mind. Uh, I'll be a tough guy all day at work. So when I get back into my car and I drive off the lot, you know, then it's it's back to me. But um, I don't, I don't, I can be vulnerable, but it just depends on who it is and who's who's watching because everybody doesn't respond the same way. And I personally don't believe that everybody needs to know everything there is to know about you. That's, that's just me and and I've, I've stumbled upon that simply by being vulnerable before thinking that I was in a safe place and guess what I wasn't in a safe place so now years later I still got people that look at me with that side eye 
because I made the mistake of being vulnerable to them and I never should have been. And understand, I was seeking help. I was seeking guidance and direction. And I was vulnerable. And either the help, if I got help, I, I can't remember. Um, but um, I look back on it now and I realized that was a huge mistake. Even to the point that today, I kind of shield myself off from certain people and they think it's some some problem with me and I guess it kind of is a problem with me but at the same time it's like no I I showed you my vulnerability and you scratched at it you scoffed at it so I'm not gonna put myself in that position again it just is what it is Someone else can take it if you want. So I feel like vulnerability is one of those things that's really hard to express or hard to explain. You know, I agree with the not everybody needs to know everything about you, which in this day and age is really tough to keep up because social media and cameras and everything are everywhere. And that's like opened up the floodgates to everybody knowing way more than you probably want them to okay but I digress as far as being vulnerable and who I feel comfortable being vulnerable around it's a handful of people and you know a good portion of that handful are present currently um, I feel like that's one of those things that really takes a lot of time and trust to acquire and, you know, we always address ourselves as men of a certain age. Well, we've been men of a certain age. We've been men who were young or young men, uh, young adults, adults, middle. Well, now middle aged men together. So it's OK, that, you can say it. So over that time, we've kind of developed that. Uh, that's just you. Um, yeah, yeah, OK. I set myself up, but I get it. It did sound like he had a little bit of extra that you were going to go. Like, middle-aged, it sounded like he had, like, two, two more steps. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I was there. I was done. I was done okay. with the the, the middle-aged thing. I was hesitant to say it because, like, I, I, I'm still not ready to wear that crown yet, but that's the crown we're at. So it is what it is. Anyway, um, I don't think that without that time having passed and garnering that trust vulnerability would have been as easy a thing for this circle but you know we've known each other since the stone age so it is what it is um and it's really hard to meet other people and acquire that same kind of level of comfort you know I think my wife we've obviously gotten to a point of comfortability and vulnerability but that's 15 16 years in the making it, it takes time it's just you know that that's the root of it with that being said i have no problems once i've gotten to that stage of vulnerability sharing whatever it is that i'm feeling iffy uncertain unsettled about 
and there are times where I can't even put the things into words exactly but I mumble fumble stumble my way through it and we get through whatever it is that I'm thinking feeling dealing with and I don't know that there's enough of those spaces where men specifically can go and have conversations because we talked about this once before you know why we keep things bottled in and it's kind of a thing of no one caring and to the outside I still believe that there's a lot of that that is wildly and insanely true but at some point we have to start kind of forming collectives pockets niche spaces for ourselves to be able to be that vulnerable and then I think of these little pockets becoming like puddles and you know you got one here one over here and then one in the middle and then somehow they connect and it makes it a little bit bigger and it can grow but it's going to again take time so I'm hoping that in this conversation we start our own little you know puddle of safe space safe space for us to be able to share whatever and hopefully anybody listening feels inspired to comment you don't have to share everything right up front but if you feel inspired to comment or something hey leave a comment we're always open to trying to create that and spread that and build something for other people as well I, you know what and I didn't I didn't think when we first started on the topic I didn't think I had a lot for it listen and uh, you know I'm gonna go back to Tony's Tony's first point he was talking or with he was kind of I'm trying to stay on topic with this so um, question was asked you know vulnerable you know how vulnerable are you kind of and do you have a safe space and like you said you know present company it would definitely be one of my uh, safe spaces I have a spouse as well so you know she provides somewhat of a safe space for me but I must admit I go back and forth you know I go back and forth because uh, we spend so much time and so much of our lives and you know Terrence says we're men of a certain age we're also men of a certain ethnicity and that man of a certain ethnicity is built in me to always show strength at all times type of thing now of course yes I have my safe space among you guys off camera, of course, too. Of course, not on YouTube, of course, right? But, you know, and it's because I trust, like you said, you can trust that I know if I tell you guys something, it's not going anywhere else, all right? It's not going to wind up being put out there on Facebook or something to that effect. And like Terrence said, that takes time. You have to build that. You have to get there. You have to get there. I also have to get there within myself to, first of all, share i again love you guys but i still go back and forth you know who got strong must be strong must show strength all times hulk hulk must be strong <laughs> but it is it is is it's like that and so and and i i find myself in a funny space sometimes where if if, if and when i do embrace the vulnerability embrace the hey you know we're allowed to reach out, to go for help, um, to talk to people. If 
your feelings the type of way you're allowed to express it and things like that. But, you know, sort of like Rhino was saying, you know, I find myself that if, if I don't actually keep some check on it, I may wind up because, you know, one of the other places that it's not that it feels safe, but it's familiar. You know, we see if, if you know, just like us men of a certain age, certain ethnicity, certain workforce, you know, we're not all rich just yet. You know, I don't know which one of y'all done hit the millions and ain't told me, but still. <laughs> as far as I know, y'all still feigning working like me, right? But uh, If I hit it, you'd know. You'd, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> you literally have money in your mailbox as I soon I as I hit it. And and that's the same for me. I ain't gonna lie. That's the same for me. That's the same for me. But um, I you know my, I have coworkers, and if I don't check myself, you know, once I get into that space of oh, I'm reaching out, if I don't put the walls up, if I don't bring the doors down, then suddenly I may find myself I'm talking a little much to coworkers. You know what I mean? And it's like wait a minute, this isn't a safe space what I'm doing, you know what I mean, and since I'm going back and forth between, hey, it's okay, which it is, it's absolutely okay to reach out, and that's one of the, the, the breakdowns that we have to try to get through mentally, it is absolutely okay to reach out to cross boundaries, you know, to to ask for that help, or to get it off your chest if you can, or whatever the case may be, but you do have to make sure that you're in that safe space, because again, for me, you know, I worry about way too many things. If I show my vulnerability openly, even though my coworkers may not be thinking what I think they're thinking, I worry about it. Like we're our own worst men enemy sometimes. I'm worried about in my mind, they think that I'm weak. They think that uh, I maybe can't supervise or they're not gonna take anything I say seriously or from that standpoint. You just in your mind you build up so many different things. <laughs> and you know, and it's all it all stems from, you know what? I said too much about how I was genuinely feeling and that especially those at those times of doubt and uncertainty and things of that nature so um, you know just just like everybody was saying create your you know find your safe space if you can make sure that you do have it I, I'm all for making sure you have a safe space um, I can't kind of talk to how do we begin and I like that Terrence kind of brought up you know we need to begin to create um you know whether it's little these little pockets of safe spaces and watch them grow into bigger spaces i don't know where to tell you guys to start to do that <laughs> um hopefully it is with forms like this you know podcast and, and things that you listen to other folks that are of a like mindset with you and you go from there so uh, i'll put that down now let the host finish out until the next question here <laughs> <laughs> So, vulnerability in safe spaces. Okay, where to begin? Okay, number one, let's talk about the fact that we are black men because I feel that that has a lot to do with our ideas and opinions and where we can go and how vulnerable we can be. Because I do believe that men are expected to put on a certain image, but I think that kind of double and triples down for black men like we are expected to be that strong rock immovable unfeeling untiring 
you know, just and we we will often hear the phrase a real man will be blah 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 and more blah 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 right it's a long list and nowhere on that list is vulnerable and feeling and tired and afraid and concerned like none of those words are anywhere on that list so I'm trying to be careful. <laughs> I personally believe that. So let's let's talk about race first, right? Like, I'm a black person and I have friends that are not black, but there are certain things that I can talk to my black friends about that I can't talk to my friends of other ethnicities about. Tell me because my black friends are going to have a certain understanding that I don't even have to explain to them, right? I feel the same way about when it comes to being a black man, that you can expose yourself, be vulnerable to most people, but I think that when it comes to your true vulnerability, you're only gonna be able to express that to another black man because only they are gonna be able to understand your shoes or your role, you know, or what you go through. And I, I also believe that that it kind of because of because of our culture, it kind of there's this expectation that you're a superhero, right? And when you express your vulnerability vulnerability, even to someone, you know, you know, a non-black man, you know, even to someone that has good intentions it ruins your superhero image, right? Like they lose a little bit of, I'm trying not to use the word respect, but I think respect might be the word. Uh, they use a little bit of that aura fades a little bit or that 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 armor fades a little bit in their eyes. So I, I, I really do believe that it ends up, if you're a black man, you need, I'm not saying don't, reveal yourself to other people but you need to have at least one or two black men confidants like i really do believe that like you need you you need a you need a tribe you need your boys you need your wolf pack like you need your fellas because that's the only place you can really be safe without the loss of respect or the loss of that essence now that being said that's my whole spill on that. It kind of makes me ask a question because I look at our generation or us in particular, our generation compared to generations before and the next generation. And I believe that the generation prior to us did not do us a good service in teaching us how to be vulnerable or teaching us how to communicate or teaching us how to be safe spaces for each other. I My question would be, do you feel like we're doing a good job doing that with the next generation? Like, are we teaching them safety? Are we teaching them that it's okay to be vulnerable at, at times? So I'll throw that question out to y'all. I, I think we are. I, I think uh, 
by acknowledging um, our disposition, if I can call it that, and um, making moves towards rectifying it as opposed to just being angry at the last generation. You know, we, we make moves to actually change ourselves of course we're going to pass that down to the next generation and and i'll tell you something just from observation this next generation they <laughs> they uh they different <laughs> they're definitely different um i think they um they have a boldness that our generation didn't have at that age to um to speak out and, and to do things that i'm not saying that we didn't do that but um, the way they approach it, it's like, <laughs> all right, you know, and, and I can't, I, I'm not mad at it, you know, but um, I think by, I, I think we are, I think, I think for the most part, we are doing a, uh, a good job of, um, of bringing the next generation up. Granted, there are a few pockets of resistance. There's still people that think, no, I'm a man, I, I, I can't show emotion. Nah, dude, but guess what? That's not something you can help. That's not something you can hide. <laughs> and the more you try to hide it, the more everybody knows it's there. So you might as well deal with it. <laughs> I don't know, Terrence, you want to go or you want me to go? You got it. All right. Oh. So... I, I had a definite no when I first started off, but now I'm kind of like, you know, I'm running 50-50, and, and here's something that it was said uh, by my uh, grand, granddad, it's the first time I heard it, it's something that I have actually said on this platform before, um, I'll probably continue to say it, each generation gets wiser but weaker, um, in some ways, in some aspects, in some areas where this next generation that we have coming up uh the technologically you know you know they've always had we were talking about that in one of the other podcasts they've always had all this technological stuff cell phones tablets they've always been able to communicate uh by you know some sort of social media and things of that nature um uh the ones that wasn't always it was mostly you know even from that standpoint um also so i've noticed that like uh to me what used to like and, and this is just me talking about like I'm, I'm, I'm equating it to vulnerability to sensitivity to things like that um, I feel like when you're in a generation that can your feelings can be hurt by a text this is this is different you know when 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 an emoji you know can set you in a different place when you have cyber bullying you know where you're looking at a screen like this this is this means this much to you that you know you can't cut it off you can't block it out and i mean it's emotionally messing with you where we got like you know teen suicide rates and things like that not that we didn't have them when we were coming up or they, they were non-existent or whatever but that tells me especially when you're looking at it at a place among males and among black males there might be some more vulnerability there than we think even more than than what we're talking about now is it fostered to be talked about probably not um it's probably not fostered to be open with it and say hey you know what i mean 
Now, I do think the good dads and the fathers that are in these black sons' lives and things like that, you know, it's fostered among families for sure. I won't even say just fathers. I'll say among families. It is, I think we've done a better job as our generation as fostering among our families. We will let or try to let our young black men know you can go to your mom's. Sometimes it may be that in the case with your dad. You can go to your mom's and cry and whatnot. There's nothing wrong with that, son. As long as you go to your mom's. When you come to me, I'm going to tell you toughen up a little bit. You can cry a little bit, but not that much. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know, we're so used to having to get out here. You know, life is hard. You got to do it. You know, we still have, I think, and I know in me, myself, you know, I still have a certain part of me that still feels like, if I'm giving a young black male advice, I'm still gonna tell him that all things are not equal still yet, young man. So you still have to be one step in front of your counterparts. I know it looks equal. They've done a better job of making it look like we've got all the same things they've got. But when you get behind the scenes, you're gonna see some stuff different if you go with that mentality. You have to step out in front you're gonna have to keep yourself just one step above to get in the positions that they can kind of normally get to those type of things you see what i'm saying so that doesn't foster hey son be vulnerable about your feelings and let folks know how you feel no so i'm still you know probably i know me i would still probably be telling my son you still got to foster a certain amount of strength you can be vulnerable at home i don't know about out here in these streets that play ball <laughs> and get off of that daggone tablet and stop crying over an emoji. <laughs> For real. Cut that out. You gonna worry me, boy. Okay, so I, um, I didn't have a clear-cut answer, but Sean has just said some things, and I kind of want to push back one a little bit. First out being that weaker but wiser mantra. For me, I, I think the smarter you get, the stronger you get. Um, I, that, that's just my personal kind of viewpoint on it. The more you know, the more you can do. Knowledge is power. Those types of things resonate with me. And I'm not trying to say that your grandfather or whatever was wrong by any means. I'm not. I, I'm just pushing back on that from the perspective of each generation having more knowledge I think makes them a little bit better depending on what you do with the knowledge um, but in regards to are we doing a better job of fostering that vulnerability I'm going to have to say no based on something else Sean said which was you know have a son you go to cry to your mama that's not really fostering that space of vulnerability man to man where he needs to know that he can come to his father and share black man to black man whether it's black young man to black adult man or whatever hey this is what I'm going through this is what I'm dealing with and I think I have the unique perspective of having a son currently and you know I I have been initially the person who was, I'm hard on you, 
to make you tough and prepare you for the world which is still true you know you still have to be able to you have to have thick skin you have to be able to deal with some things but there comes a point where you need some place like tony was saying a confidant a wolf pack you know some people around that you can let your hair down and if we're gonna start with family and start at home with the like family unit then a son absolutely needs to be able to come to a father or a father figure and let that hair down and voice those frustrations and be vulnerable it builds that communication it builds that sense of being able to speak for himself and express what's going on and getting that out there early because you don't want that nothing is good when you let things fester and build up and build up and build up and then you end up with that explosion and that's not uh, yeah it's just not a good mix so i don't know that we do much better with creating those spaces real we have moved the needle maybe a little like okay i hear you you cry for a little bit and then shake that off i think we need to there's more that we can do with that even to the point that you were making with the emoji thing because I, I i was that dude too like look it's just an emoji it's just a text you ain't got to read it you ain't got to listen to it. you turn it off that seems logical and makes sense to us because we've had the option of we know what it's like to be without it but when you're immersed in it and you're in that place of okay well i turn off instagram but it's still over here on twitter okay so i turn off instagram and twitter but now people are snapping about it it's just there's too many outlets at this point to where people can be bombarded with stuff and it's you can turn them all off for sure and i definitely would uh be an advocate for social media breaks social media cleanses every once in a while and just taking you know a beat and stepping away from the whole thing and getting yourself together and then coming back to it i think that would be a more healthy way to deal with these things for younger generations but to answer the original question no i don't think we've done a good job with creating those space a, a safe space and teaching vulnerability because we're still trying to figure it out you know that's the thing our preceding generation did the best they could with what they had and they were firm staunch you don't do this thing at all we're at the point where we're starting to bend a little bit hopefully by bending a little bit we have shown the example that it's okay you can bend and you're not going to fall apart and then the next generation will be able to take that and utilize that and move forward with that and they will hopefully be better than we were but yeah i can't say that we've done a great job if all we've done is bent or move the needle a little bit I do believe that we've done better than the previous generation. Not quite sure how much, but I, I do believe that we've done better. I think we've done more than moving the needle just a little bit also. 
and I believe one of the big differences is was in something that Terrence said when he said that we're still trying to figure it out too. And I think the fact that, well, I won't say it's a fact, but I believe that we actually communicate that more to the next generation than our parents did. Where when we were growing up or when we were raised do this, say this, be this. I know better than you, you know. Like, they, not saying that they knew everything, but they knew more than we did, so therefore, we're, our knowledge doesn't matter compared to what they know. <laughs> Whereas, I think one of the big differences is our generation will be like, you know what? I made a bad call a week ago, or I treated you wrong last week, or I said this wrong, or I didn't give you the respect that you should have got. I'm sorry. This is how I should have acted. And I think that goes a long way to building up trust and space for vulnerability that wasn't there in previous generations. That if a child or a young adult can see you mess up, fess up, and, you know, make up for it. Like, hey, maybe I don't have to have everything together right this moment. Hey, maybe if I mess up, I can speak to my father about it because he's messed up too. He's not perfect, you know? And I, I think that goes a long way. And I feel like I can ramble about that for another 15 minutes. But um... <laughs> Hey, man, this is a deep topic. But I, I'll also add that, like, this is why we do this, right? Like, this is why we're here. This is why this channel exists, is to give a safe space to give a place where a young man can be vulnerable and and we're having we're, we're, we're trying to <laughs> you know we're trying to have these conversations that normally don't get heard that normally don't get experienced <laughs> right yeah that's true that's true so join us <laughs> <laughs> But I think we've been at this for a little while. Anybody got anything they want to add before we wrap it on up? Um, I don't know if this is really apropos, but I will say having this conversation for sure opens up opportunities for people to be vulnerable and for a dialogue to happen to anybody, for anybody who's listening hopefully you'll grab something from this and carry it with you and try and enact some uh, room to be vulnerable or share what you're feeling with someone you trust and someone you feel comfortable and close to because it, in the long run it will serve you to do so um, but I also wanted to touch on this idea of trust 
just a little bit because I feel like we talked about it and we kind of threw it out there that hey you can't trust everybody and you have to really sort of vet who you're opening yourself up to and I can't stress enough how important that aspect of this is because we've all been on the flip side of it and been burned and had something that we shared in confidence pun intended mm-hmm. to, uh, you know come back and bite you in the butt and that too is part of the experience and part of the learning experience I want to just kind of touch on the point that if that has happened don't let that be the end of your journey with trying to be vulnerable because we've all been through a letdown we've all been through a experience where we made the mistake of trusting in the wrong person it's okay very true dust yourself off and try again anyway it's, it sounds easy and I know it's not that easy in certain circumstances but I just want to re- kind of iterate that as well well said Tom. perfect perfect well guess what I'm about to toss it right back to you for the clothes <laughs> I should just roll right into the clothes some nights. Yeah, you should. You should have just known better. You're always that person in the class where it's like, anybody got any more questions? Uh... <laughs> anybody want to say anything else? Terrence. It's all good. And then it's going to come back to Terrence. So okay. we're just going to officially wrap it up. And then we're going to turn to Terrence for the clothes. Go, Terrence. Well hopefully again this was entertaining and you got something from it and please feel free to reach out to the crew we love engaging with our listeners so if there's something that you want to share about our podcast or whatever's on your heart leave a comment drop a like we'd appreciate it and as always thank y'all for listening like share subscribe god bless you good night deuces peace love and peace out bye everybody